Hi everyone and thank you for tuning in with me. Um, This episode I kind of wanted to talk about the lemon of control. Control and I just want to, you know, just give this disclaimer that I am dealing with this right now. I'm um, in my own personal life, but this this lemon of wanting to control life, um, our lives, events, circumstances, and not being willing to relinquish control and allowing God to do whatever it is God wants to do with us. Um, and this is one of those lemons, you know, I feel like trauma and hurt and bitterness those are all lemons. I feel like, you know, oh, you know, those are things that have this kind of this negative connotation. You know, I think for everyone, it's kind of this universal thing like, you know, oh, I have this lemon of trauma. I have this lemon of, you know, being hurt and of bitter. But when we start to think about, you know, and it's always because, you know, someone has done this to me. But I think the lemon of control is really, you know, it warrants a lot of self-reflection and when you partner with God and you begin to really trust on and lean on the Lord with all, you know, your heart and not try and rely on your own understanding, you'll begin to, I think, see areas where, at least for me, um, I begin to really see areas where I thought that I had given God complete and utter control, but I was still holding on to it. Um, so that's kind of where I'm coming from when I think of, you know, that, that lemon of control. When I say control, I mean I wanted to control aspects of my life. You know, we, we have these goals for ourselves. There's, you know, this one way that things are supposed to happen. God, it's supposed to happen this way, um, not any other way. You don't want to be interrupted. You want things to go according to your plan and not God's. And that's something that I continue to battle with. I have to be very honest with you. But what I will say is when I partner with God and I begin to give God that lemon of control and say, God, I'm laying it all down on the line. And I begin to understand that God is faithful and my trust in God really begin to be strengthened by reading scripture and word. And really begin when I really begin to look over my life and think things over and understand that the hand of God has always been on my life. That's when I said, God, your way is the best way. And I lay down my thoughts, my desires, my need to control my outcome over to you. And it's powerful. It is powerful. Um, you walk in this peace. This peace that God, God's got it because nothing is a surprise to God, right? God's got it. He's got this. He's got me. I don't need to control it. Nothing is a surprise to God. Um... You know, and I just always go back to, you know, God, why do bad things happen? You know, weapons will form, but it's not a surprise to God. God's got this. I'm in the palm of my father's hands. My days are already written. God knows the end from the beginning. Um, And he knows the plan that he has for me. And it's a good plan. So I don't need to worry about having control. I don't need to worry about the outcome. All I need to do is walk out whatever it is that God has placed in my heart and I need to be obedient. And, you know, obedience is a sting because we can always look at other people's actions and, you know, other people's flaws. But we have to really begin to self-reflect and look at our own self and say, oh, goodness, God, I, you know, I have some control issues. Oh, goodness, God, you know, I, I have this, you know, this this need to control my life and to control everything that goes on to control all of the outcomes, God. And that's saying, God, I don't trust you enough to do it. 
And that's, you know, it's taking it a step further and we're really hurting our father because we're saying, God, I don't believe that you're going to be able to do whatever it is that's been placed on my heart, God. I don't believe that. And then that's when the enemy creeps in, you know, and we go back to Eve in the garden. You know, take this fruit. Is that what God really said? And you begin to, to question, like, God, is this really what you said? Did I really hear you right, God? And then when things don't go the way we thought they were supposed to go, you know, not the way that they were supposed to go, the way that we thought they were supposed to go, then we begin doubting God. And then we begin trying to, you know, hastily make these decisions so that we can get the outcomes that we think we're supposed to be getting instead of trusting God and leaning not on our own understanding. Because remember, Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans that I have for you. Nothing is a surprise to God, for he knows the plans. And we have to remember our time is not God's time. It's not. And I I just want to share with you a quick story. You know, I have so many when I think about my life. But just when God's timing and the hand of God was all over my life, you know, I thought, Oh, I was going to be, there was a time when I was looking for work, you know, looking for work, looking for work, looking for work, begging God, like, God, I really need a job. I have two children now, God, I really need this. I really need this, God, you know, trying to force doors open, trying to go back to places. God had really called me to leave because it, you know, it had nothing to do with my future and where I was going. And it was probably, I had this conversation with my mom yesterday. I'm like, God, he's so good. He's so faithful. God knows all things. You know, at this point in time, I wanted to go into a leadership position so bad. And I had interviewed for it. I had thought I had gotten it. Something had happened with HR to hold up my background. It had been months. I had no income coming in. You know, the door on my per diem job um, was closed because I had no, no one to really babysit my kids. And I had no desire to go back there. And I knew that I was being disobedient to God if I did go back there. But to make a long story short, my mom, who was my caregiver at the time, um, she, mom had gotten sick, you know, so mommy had gotten sick and she had gone, she had had surgery. And then there were some, um, complications with the surgery. Long story short, she had to go to a rehab facility and be treated there. And I'm just like, you know, God, if I would have gotten my dream job, my leadership position, if I would have gotten that position at that time, there would have been no way in the world I would have been able keep my job because I had no one to babysit my kids like my sisters were all working their children you know were in school there would have been no way and I would never be where I am now had I have burnt that bridge because I'm still at the same agency but had I have burnt that bridge when my God was so faithful because he held not only was God faithful but he held that job for me I mean this had gone on for weeks months and he had put me you know he had placed an angel in my way who said, you know, you're not going to go after this position. I'm going to look after you for this. And God held that position for me. He held that position for me until he was ready to give it to me. And I remember I wanted to cry. I wanted to beg. I didn't understand why God was doing this to me. I wanted to force my way inside of there. And God made me wait because I wanted to control the situation. But when I look at it now, God already had it all worked out because God was seeing much further down the line, which was, you know, that's going to be the opening, which is going to lead to this, which is going to lead to this next step and this next step and this next step. But that would have all been ruined had I been offered that position, had my background check had cleared at that time. Because, like I said, I had no one to watch my kids and God knew that. He knew that and he waited. He waited for his timing, not mine. And I really just want you to understand and just know, like, God is faithful. God is true. God is our father. Nothing is a surprise. Nothing is too hard. God loves us. He's not going to do anything that's going to bring any hurt or harm or destruction. Those are things that come from the enemy. So when God gives you a weight, 
When God takes control, I'm telling you from experience, there's nothing we can do, we can say. There's no amount of begging, no amount of tears. There's no, God's going to make us wait because God is in control of all things. And the enemy will have you running around, running around. Let me do it this way. Let me do it that way. I can do it better than God. God's not hearing me. I didn't hear from God second guessing what it is that we heard God say to us. But I'm here to tell you today that God's time is like no other. God is faithful. God will do what he said he's going to do. There's a hand of God in favor that is over my life and it's over yours. And I declare and decree right now that we just submit those things to God. We submit that lemon of control and the need to control people, places, things in our lives over to God. And we say, God, I relinquish it to you, God, because your ways are far better than mine. You're my father. You care about me. And you're going to take good care of me. And when I think about so many things, you know, that have gone on in my life, I know the hand of God has been there. I know that God has always been in control. We will self-sabotage ourselves and, you know, being impatient or trying to make things happen. And God will bring us to a place where we submit to him, you know, and we're on our knees like, God, whatever it is you say, now I'll do it. But what I'm telling you now is, you know, just make the decision to give it over to God. You will be more at peace. You will have more joy. And you will see God do things that you never thought possible inside of your life. And you relinquish that lemon of control over to them. So my question to you today is, do you trust our Father? Do you trust him? Do you know that he's faithful and he's true? Do you trust him enough to say, God, not my will, but yours. Not my time, but your time, God. And I'm going to sit and I'm going to be obedient to you. the lemon of control and that doesn't involve anyone else that that involves you and I and looking at our own behaviors and our own relationship with God but I'm telling you like I said when you partner with God and you say I'm going to take this lemon of control and my need to control things God and I'm going to lay it down I'm going to give it to you my life is in your hands you're the author and the finisher of my faith God you know my end from the beginning God you've written my days God I'm your child and you care about me and you've got a good plan for me. So I'm laying it all down. God, I trust you enough. I trust you, God, and I don't even deserve how good it is that you are to me. But I trust you enough to say, God, that I'm laying this lemon of control down. And I'm picking up the ingredient of trusting you. Of knowing that you're faithful, God. Of knowing that you've promised to never leave me or forsake me, God. Pouring all that inside of me, God, to make that lemonade. I want to encourage all of you today to really allow God to lead your life. Don't say it, but practice it. Be intentional about it. When the enemy comes to try and make you pick things up, you say, you know what, God, whatever it is you want to do with me, go ahead and do it. I give you full permission. And it gets easier and easier. And you'll be able to identify, God, am I picking it up? Nope, I need to put that down. That's the trick of the enemy. Nothing is a surprise to God, and the hand of God is on my life, and he's on yours. I want you all to stay blessed, to be encouraged, and until we meet next time. Bye.